The Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack is the latest example of how disruptive and costly ransomware can be. And this situation was entirely preventable. There are actions your organization should take now to avoid becoming the next victim. I'm your host, Brian Fawcett, and this is IT Availability Now. This is the show that tells stories of business resilience from the people who keep the digital world available. The Colonial Pipeline stretches 5,500 miles from Texas to New York and supplies 45% of the fuel used on the East Coast, including 14 states and seven airports. But all that came to a halt after a data breach and ransomware attack crippled the pipeline operator's systems. The attack led to higher gas prices, long lines, and panic buying at the pump, causing several states to declare a state of emergency. Here to tell us what happened to Colonial Pipeline and what we can do to avoid these kinds of attacks going forward is Asher Demetz, Security Consulting Senior Manager at SunGuard AS. Welcome back to the show, Asher. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate the opportunity. So I understand there's a lot we don't know quite yet, but what can you tell us what happened here with Colonial Pipeline? Yes, indeed. There's a lot we don't know, and I'm sure more and more is going to come out on this. In a nutshell, DarkSide uh, Hacking Group uh, ransomware hit the Colonial Pipeline systems um, they, the Colonial uh, Pipeline organization uh, shut down all their pipeline systems as well as their IT operations networks just in case uh, the ransomware spread. And this also affected their downstream partners as well who would be filling these pipelines. And uh, they closed off those networks too. In the process, the hacking group uh, stole nearly 100 gigabytes of data on Thursday and threatened to leak that information if Colonial didn't pay the ransom. Um, now, the ransomware encrypted uh, Colonial systems, that we, we, we know that. Um, and we also understand in the most recent uh, news that came out that Colonial may have paid a ransom of around $5 million in, in ransom. So how did the ransomware get on Colonial pipeline systems in the first place? That's a good question because if the right steps uh, taken place, it should not have been able to get into the network. Um, the networks should have been totally segmented off from the internet. If the colonial needed to speak to their vendors, uh, they could have done that by filtering that access. Um, and so from what we know, uh, someone likely uh, got in via one of the traditional methods. It might have been somebody hacked in. It might have been received uh, via an email. Somebody might have brought it in. At this point, we really don't know, but it somehow got onto a system, managed to encrypt one system, and then, of course, spread from there, which really is very telling uh, on the state of Colonial's basic security measures. So a, a lot of data was stolen very quickly. How was DarkSide able to steal... 100 gigabytes of data out of Colonial's data center in just a couple hours. Well, what's interesting about modern ransomware? Well, previously ransomware, it uh, was very automated. It would hit a system, it would spread, it would encrypt, and the message would come up uh, alerting the organization what they need to do to uh, decrypt the systems. Now it's mutated, and uh, what happens is the uh, ransomware will create a backdoor 
uh, and a back connection out of the network to the hackers' con command and control uh, servers so that they can uh, steal data. And so obviously the, uh, the hacking group did manage to uh, have that uh, control and they grabbed the files. Uh, they, they were the only ones with access and they exfiltrated that data out um, before obviously Colonial could do anything and knew what was going on. This isn't the first ransomware attack uh, hitting the headlines. Will we see more attacks like this one? Oh, we will. We are going to see a lot more attacks just like this one. Uh, what we're seeing in the industry, what I'm personally seeing as a penetration tester is that a lot of companies, they just miss the essentials, the basics of cybersecurity, which is what ransomware uses in order to uh, get in and spread. And um, although these attacks and general hacks have been going on for years, it seems that companies just aren't investing into their cybersecurity programs and almost burying their heads in the sand. So yeah, we're going to see a lot more attacks like this. Uh, it's also true for critical infrastructure providers. Uh, we know that nearly 400 assaults on critical infrastructure happened in 2020. That's according to data compiled by the Temple University. And uh, there's been a few notable attacks recently against critical water infrastructure providers as well. And I expect more attacks will continue in the future if organizations just fail to put the proper security protections in place. So what should organizations be doing to protect themselves from these kinds of attacks? This attack is certainly a reminder of both the need for protections and how disruptive a ransom attack can be. The reality is the same basics of cybersecurity are the same protections that will protect that organization from ransomware. And what organizations need to do is they need to work through the kill chain of the ransomware attack. So first off, they need to stop it coming into their network and they need to focus on all the different ways it could possibly come in. Those could be by email. So they need to make sure they've got proper spam filters and malware protection on the email to detect if it's coming in. They need to make sure it couldn't come in via USB. They should turn off all USB and similar uh, ports on all systems. Uh, it could come in via devices that people are bringing in from home. That should be a no-no. If any device is put on, if unknown device is put on the internal network, it should certainly be isolated and it, there should be an alert on it. Uh, if a system uh, is hit with ransomware, it shouldn't be, uh, they should stop it being able to uh, execute. And so that means that they've got to harden that system. Nobody should have local admin rights, local install rights, or the rights to be able to execute anything like malware. Um, then one could say, well, what if it's a zero day attack? What if it manages to escalate privileges? Well, they need to stop it traveling to another system. And so it can travel to another system, we know, because of certain vulnerabilities like the Eternal Blue or MS17010. Uh, and it, it can, it can travel in that way. So companies need to make sure they patch and harden other systems. And they need to, the other way it can travel is through shared credentials. So companies want to make sure they don't uh, have things like shared local admin credentials or any cash credentials that could enable the, the uh, ransomware to travel to other systems. They should also make sure they segment their networks very carefully. Classically, if you are sitting at the receptionist desk, you could have connectivity 
not access, but connectivity to the production databases, et cetera, production systems, critical production systems, and other sensitive departments. And what they want to do, organizations need to make sure that they segment their network so it can't travel, and they can close off those networks quickly if they do get hit. Uh, certainly having the alerting on that helps. And uh, definitely with the mutation of ransomware, the fact that it does enable an attacker to gain access to the system, they need to make sure it can't make uh, a, an, a connection out of the network. They need to make sure that egress filtering is solid and they have alerting on that so that somebody can't gain access to the internal network. And certainly they need to make sure there are air-gapped backups um, and a good backup strategy to ensure that they could uh, uh, recover any of those systems very quickly. All of that's tremendous uh, knowledge to hear from you. So thank you for that. Is there anything organizations can do right now to make themselves more secure? Well, yes, indeed. Uh, apart from focusing on the kill chain uh, of the attack, apart from focusing on the basics of cybersecurity, uh, what an organization essentially needs to do is assess their current security, assess what risks they have. And uh, every organization is going to have different weaknesses, and it's important to uncover what they are before they are exploited. Now, this can be from what they know is a risk to their organization, but also uh, via penetration testing as well. Ideally, what an organization will do is identify their, their known risks and create a cybersecurity strategy, putting in place uh, policies, procedures, et cetera, to cover their, their security program and strategy. They can then audit that program to answer the question, is it being followed? But of course, penetration testing asks the question, is it effective? And then updating as they go to ensure that they do have uh, a solid cybersecurity program that covers their risks. They also need to make sure they're educating employees um, as well. Of course, as we mentioned before, they do need to make sure they're taking the power out of the hands of the employees to make mistakes. But it, it is important to totally uh, deal with as much risk as possible to educate employees on how to spot and report phishing emails uh, before they click any suspicious links and keep them abreast of the latest phishing scams. Now, while not every stone of ransomware uh, will work in the same way, having knowledgeable employees as a line of defense can greatly reduce certain threats. Other things that are really good to do, as I've mentioned before, uh, strong passwords backed up by multi-factor authentication is key. Uh, another thing that comes to mind is really good egress filtering, as you mentioned before. Many things we could talk about, uh, However, last thing I'd like to mention is that they do need a really good disaster recovery plan. They need to test that plan. Uh, and also, of course, as part of that uh, disaster recovery, ransomware and phishing, those should be key elements uh, in today's risks and disaster recovery programs. Thanks, Asher, for the detail. The Colonial Pipeline ransom attack has been one of the most disruptive ransomware incidents to date and is the latest evidence that ransomware attacks will get worse before they get better. Unless organizations put in place the proper security precautions, network segmentation, air-gapped backups, patching and hardening, strong egress filtering, and so on, ransomware will only continue its rise. And let's hope many organizations take the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack as a catalyst for change. Asher, thanks for walking us through this one.
My pleasure. Asher Demetz is Security Consulting Senior Manager at SunGuard AS. You can find the show notes for this episode at sunguardas.com slash IT availability now. Please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice to get new episodes as soon as they're available. IT Availability Now is a production of SunGuard Availability Services, and I'm your host, Brian Fawcett. Until next time, stay available.